Welcome back. Hope y'all had a great weekend. We'll get caught up with some politics and some education and then look ahead with some weather. I'm Mike Morgan and we're down in Alabama. Nancy Worley may have been removed as the Alabama State Democratic Party chair, depending on which Alabama State Democratic Party reality you choose to believe in. AL.com's Mike Kasten reports that over the weekend, one faction, the faction supported by the Democratic National Committee as well as U.S. Senator Doug Jones, voted to remove Worley and elected State Representative Chris England of Tuscaloosa to replace her. England said, quote, What it means is that there will be a competitive Democratic Party. Today you saw diversity. You saw inclusiveness. What you're going to see in the future is a party that fundraises, a party that messages, a party that recruits candidates, and a party that can tweet and Facebook and update a website. Now, Worley did not attend the meeting. Indeed, she and her backers had gone to court to try to block it from taking place at all. After the vote, she issued a statement. In August of 2018, I was re-elected to a four-year term as chair of the Alabama Democratic Party. The true SDEC members did not remove Randy and me today. However, the DNC and Doug arranged this coup. Randy and I look forward to continuing our leadership roles in the party. Randy Kelly has been serving as vice chair of the state Democratic Party. Now, the faction that did meet over the weekend, like I said, elected Chris England as chair. He would be the first black person to chair the state Democrats. They elected former state representative Patricia Todd as vice chair. They also elected members to several new caucuses, including a 35 and under caucus, a Hispanic caucus, an Asian Pacific Islander caucus, a Native American caucus, and an LGBTQ caucus. They also have plans to assemble a People with Disabilities caucus. Alabama's education officials on Friday released their annual list of failing schools, reports AL.com's Tricia Powell Crane. Now, failing is a relative term. It takes the bottom 6% of schools based on standardized testing from the spring before. Students in a so-called failing school have options to remain at the school, transfer to a non-failing school in the same district, transfer to a neighboring public school if that school okays the move, or enroll in a private school or homeschool. Now, we'll name just a few districts of note here and how they did. The Birmingham City School District leads the state with 16 failing schools, but that's down from 20 a year ago. Jefferson County, meanwhile, has just one. Montgomery County has 11 schools on the failing list, up from 10. Mobile County has 7, down from 9. And Huntsville City Schools have only 2, down from 3. Of all the things we like to cuss more than Alabama politics, well, one of them is Alabama weather, but it does give us an excuse to call on weather reporter Lee Morgan again. What are we looking at this week, Lee? Um, It's going to be a nice first half of the week. Temperatures are going to slowly climb. Um, Next chance of rain comes Thursday with another strong cold front's going to come through. Right now, it doesn't look like any severe weather, but keep an eye on that in case that changes by the time Thursday rolls around. And then after the front, boom, it's going to get cold again just in time for the weekend. All right, so sort of similar to the pattern we had this past weekend? That's right. All right, well, I guess we can handle that. Well, thanks, Lee, and thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you want to on the World Wide Web at AL.com. Mm-hmm.